me to change, they want me to change, but I ain't changing, nah, I remain the same. And you are now tuned in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing, Men Make Moves and Suckers Stand Still, and as always, on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerd DJs Radio Network, Um, y'all already know, man. Legend after legend after legend after legend, and today is absolutely no exception. And, and we have a, a um, much-needed discussion today um, that, that isn't discussed enough. And I want to bring on um, author Keisha Pittman. Um, she wrote a book for children called Bad Secrets. How you doing, Queen? Yes, hi. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Good, good. How's your family? Everyone's well. How about yours? I'm all right. Scoot over just a scoot, turn your, your move your okay. Yeah, just a there little bit more. No, 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 that that way. The way the way you oh, went the first time. Way? No, not that way. The other yeah. way. No, this way. That, no. Yes. <laughs> just yeah. trying to get you in the middle a little bit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now is the, is the is this view okay? Do I have to turn my camera around? Okay. Well, it's like you look into the side a little bit. But yeah. Look, because if I turn it this way, I think that's not giving you the view. Is this okay? Um, yeah, but that, I don't, you know, if you turn it to the side, facing the same way, will be perfect. Let's see. Because if I turn it back this way, it's still giving me that side angle again. We'll, we'll we'll be all right. Okay. We'll be okay. Okay. So how's life? What's new? Life is going well. You know, I woke up this morning, so I can't complain. Nothing wrong with that. That's that's the that's the best part of the day for me too. Absolutely. Um. So, you wrote a book for children. Yes. What's it called? It's called Bad Secrets. No, not for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. And tell us what it's about. <laughs> it's really a book that touches on um, molestation and mm-hmm. sexual abuse of children. Really, just bringing the subject to their attention. Because, of course, it's a sensitive topic that parents don't want to discuss. Um, It's awkward. And so I wanted to create something in which um, there was a book in which children can read it themselves. They can read it with their friends. They can read it with their family and have some type of dialogue about the topic. Um, I know a lot of times parents have books in which they read by themselves and then they have a separate discussion with their children. But at least with this book... The children can have it in their library um, where they keep their other books, pull it out whenever they want to and have it as part of a discussion. Not just and not just the books in which they, we talk about the ABCs and the one, two, threes and the colors and the affirmations, but to mm-hmm. talk about real life and things that's really occurring um, before it actually touches our home. OK, why this topic? It's this topic because this is something that I experienced myself. Um, inappropriate touching in elementary school. And um, it was a topic that wasn't really discussed in my home. So mm-hmm. when it was happening, I didn't really know what to do. Um, I really didn't, you feel uncomfortable, but you, you're not really sure, um, um, right, well, you're not really sure what to do. And then also if this person is brought into your home, you trust that person because it's not a stranger. In which in some cases we are told that um, a bad person may be a stranger, a person that you don't know. But in this case, it could be someone that you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's what, like 90% or more uh, of, of molestations occur by somebody you do know. Yes. Um, 
do do you talk about what specifically happened to you to anyone? Actually, I didn't talk. I didn't discuss what happened to me until I didn't discuss it with my mom until mm-hmm. last year when the book came out. So I, I had this discussion with her as an adult. Um, I recall maybe having a discussion with some others maybe one or two others in my family, maybe a few years before that. But again, I was still an adult. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, a, and, a, and if I didn't write the book, I truly believe that I still wouldn't have had, had this discussion with my, with my mother. So it was kind of like a meant to be and like a healing process for myself. Mm-hmm. Because again, you know, I wouldn't have said anything to her. And, and I think it was more so to protect her. I didn't want her, and even to this day, I don't want her to feel like she's the blame or she didn't protect me or for her to feel guilty or anything like that. So I think that's why I kind of kept it to myself even now as an adult. I'm just curious, is that unfair to other people that would come encounter to come in contact with that individual? Absolutely. Thinking about it now, yeah, yeah. But as a child, and because we're not having that conversation, mm-hmm. you don't think that far as a child. Because it again, this is something that you shouldn't be experiencing. You should have to experience as a child. So you're not thinking with that logic as a child. You know, you're, you know, keeping things to yourself. You're not quite sure what's happening. And then um, as an adult, uh, again, I was just thinking along the lines of not wanting to hurt my mom, but not really thinking along the lines of how others may be affected. Okay. But, but, but as a child, I definitely wasn't thinking about that. I was just thinking about um, myself. And I, I think as a child, I mean, for myself, you just think that it's just happening to you. You don't really think that it's anybody else that's involved. You know, you just think that it's just, it's just you. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely understand as a child, you know, um, that not being, you know, part of the thought process. Uh how do you think that has affected your 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 life up to this point ad, adversely? I think it definitely um, affected my life um, in regards to trusting people mm-hmm. and in regards to relationships with people. Um, now that I'm older, I'm definitely um, having a, a better appreciation of life. Uh, very selective as to who's in my life and expressing myself and expressing what I don't or do do or do not like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at that time and even years ago, getting into relationships, I think that I was just, um, you know, just dealing with situations just to deal with them, um, dealing with people just to, you know, just to be with them, even though they may not have been right for me mm-hmm. in regards to relationships. Um, you know, even if it's friendships, outside of just relationships, just, you know, associating with people that I shouldn't. So it's, so during that time, I didn't know it, but I, I lacked self-esteem and, and self-worth. And I, you know, I, I didn't really realize that until maybe, you know, 10 years ago. So did you talk to like a therapist or something, or you just was able to come to all of this on your own? I, I haven't, um, had any therapy just yet, but that is on my agenda um, um, as soon as possible because it's definitely needed mm-hmm. um, because it, it, it's definitely things that, you know, I at, at times there's anger in, in, in the way that I may deal with situations. It definitely affects, you know, my relationships w- with other people. So, and I think, and I think there's also times that um, 
some things I don't remember. I, I think that there's things that may have happened that I may have blocked out. And mm -hmm. so I just remember like little things, you know, not all the details. So it may be some things that I'm, that I'm blocking out and I, and I'm not quite sure why, but definitely the therapy would, will, uh, would be important. Um, I did, I was fortunate enough to, um, visit an elementary school where I was able to talk to students who were in fourth and fifth grade. And that was one of the questions that the student, one of the students had asked me was, was, um, did I go to therapy? So that's, that's a very good question. Um, but I'm, I'm working on it. I haven't done so yet. I'm curious, what else did they ask you? Um, that was, that was one of my favorite ones. Um, and uh, a close friend of mine asked me the same thing. And um, another one asked me, um, she was, this one wanted to know, well, uh, well, where exactly did they touch you? And I said, okay, well, we're not going to go into that. But, um, but I said, yeah, but I just had to say, you know, when we talk about private body parts, just think about the areas that we cover uh, when you're wearing a bathing suit. And, you know, so it could be any of those, any of those areas. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, cause I didn't want to go into details in regards to that. So they wanted to, so she, someone wanted to know, you know, where exactly was I touched? Um, did I go to therapy? Um, I think those were the two, those were the two that, those were the two that stood out to me the most. So do you have children? I do. Are they, are they aware of what happened? Um, they were not aware. My son, um, was not aware until um, last year as well. And I think that I had the misconception that this only occurred for girls, um, you know, especially back then. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as I got older and had more interaction with other people, including males, and, and, and then realize that it's happening to, bo to both boys and girls. And that's where I tried to speak to, that's what I try to speak to in the book as well, to not just emphasize on just the girls. Mm -hmm. But I think in my mind, um, I just thought that it was just, you know, something that, you know, girls experienced. And, I, and then I also tried to, um, you know, be aware and pay attention to things, um, you know, or, you know, just to, if there were any red flags or anything that I needed to pick up on, or if there was, or made sure that my son was around people who I trusted. Mm -hmm. And so, and I think that was pretty much the same trap that, you know, my parents probably fell into and other parents thinking that, you know, we could figure it out on our own. And, and, and the, the thing that we're doing incorrectly is that we're not having that discussion. And I think, well, not think, but I know that's why I wrote the book. Mm -hmm. And so, we're not we're not mind readers, and this, and so that we're not trying to figure out things on our on our own. We really need to have this discussion the same way we have textbooks and notebook and books about ABCs and one two threes. This book should also be available for us to, to discuss as well. And because it's awkward, yeah. um, I think that's why it's not happening. One of the things that I did notice um, as I met, I think I met with maybe three groups of 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 students uh, mm -hmm. in elementary school. And one of the things that I touch on in the book is, uh, is, is talking about the names of the exact body parts. Mm -hmm. And so I noticed that when I touched on that, they were very uncomfortable. And so, you know, when we got to usually, you know, when I read the whole book to them and, you know, we're having conversations and they're asking questions, they were fine, no movement, no conversation. But as soon as I get to that page where I name the private body parts. They, you know, you see them covering their ears, they're covering their mouth, they're laughing, they're putting their 
heads inside their shirts because they're uncomfortable. So again, you know, I try to emphasize on that point to say, okay, well, you see how you're responding mm -hmm. when we talk about, um, you know, this part of the book or this mm -hmm. part of the discussion. And this is why, you know, parents may not talk about it, or this is probably why you may not talk about it because as you can see, you're uncomfortable when I mention these words. So initially when I was writing the book and after I wrote it, I was on the fence about putting the exact names, putting the exact names. That in the was going to be my, one of my next questions too, because, yeah. and I, I, I'm sorry, I, I left my copy upstairs, yeah, um, no but problem. I, I, I bought a copy and I did read it. Um, and, and my, I was, my thoughts were why not, uh, either like, uh, in the illustrations kind of show, not necessarily show like in super detail, but at least point to the areas so so the children would be familiar with okay this is cuz i don't you know you don't want somebody to confuse okay well my right here on my side you know somebody may just just be a random touch you like nothing going on in in a line or something and i don't want them you know you don't want them to be confused with something yes. nefarious um another thing i wanted to say is that especially in our community it's a huge problem with when families do find out. Yes. Not doing anything. Yes. And keeping that just, you know, you got that uncle that, that comes to the family reunion that all your aunties and your mama say, stay away from that nigga. <laughs> but they let this nigga out against the world. Yes. Is, yes. Is, is that, I understand the protecting your children or your loved ones, but do we have a responsibility to protect people we don't know? Yes. Yeah. So I, I'll go back to the first comment that you made in regards to uh, the book and pointing out those private areas. And with that part, I definitely always recommend that the book is read with an adult or mm -hmm. a person that the child trusts because there will be questions and they would have to really discuss the details because there's, there's a lot of things that I did leave out in the book. Okay. So it's going to be important that they have a discussion with their parents so that they can address the additional questions that the children may have. So, again, I just wanted this to be a conversation starter mm -hmm. so that it's not a point where we're not having this discussion at all. Because even when we ask the children, you know, with a with a raise of your hand, who had who who has had this discussion at home? And most of them said, yes, they did. But there were a few who said no. Um, so, so that, so that's one thing, but, you know, definitely having the children read the book with, with an adult, because there will be questions and, and we all have our own perceptions and on, on what something means. And so it's always good to really have that, to have that discussion so that we're not, there's no misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. Um, as I wrote the book and going to your, your second point, um, um, as I'm meeting with different parents, um, who have purchased the book. That's 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 what I'm hearing them saying that, oh, this happened to me as well. Or, this happened to me as well. Um, you know, it, um, in some cases, they don't say exactly who it, who it was. Mm -hmm. But I had someone come up to me and say that, yeah, it was a, a family member um, that touched them inappropriately. And um, I'm hearing stories that, you know, maybe in the 50s and in the 60s, um, it was. um 
a, a, a secret. Like, you know, you, you know, um, it was, it's, it's either issues where they told someone and they weren't believed yeah, or they told someone and it was just swept underneath the rug. Like, okay, well, you know, or, or they were blamed. So, um, so I, I, I have, so far, I had one person say that, that it was a, a person in her family who did touch her inappropriately. She did inform her family and um, nothing was done. And that person was still around. So as she got older, um, you know, she kept her distance and she wouldn't allow, allow her kids around that person. But then, like you said, um, and you brought up a good point to say, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, dis- you're going to distance yourself from that person you know, yet you yourself and in your and your close people, the close people that you know. Mm-hmm. But if nothing's done, it could be happening to someone else. Someone else's family or children could be affected because, um, you know, we're, we're continuing to let it happen, and and they're just going to move from home to yeah. home. Yeah. It, it doesn't stop. And it gives them confidence that they won't be caught. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I like about the book. Um, uh, when I had mentioned to the children when I met with them is that. It's good to have this book on your bookshelf because if they see this book, you know, if you have a predator in your in your home or if you if you have the book in your presence and someone sees that book, they're going to know, OK, um, um, what this book is about. And they're going to know, OK, well, this part, this is not a, this is this is this is bad, but it's not a secret. You know, you know, you know, just like when we see certain things, we automatically know what they're associated with. And, and I want this book to be an automatic understanding that these children have been educated on this subject. They have, mm-hmm. a, predators have understanding that this is not a secret. This is not something that they're not aware of. They know that it's awkward, it's it's wrong, it's inappropriate. And they and they have tools in here that indicates who they should call and that it's wrong and that, and that it's not their fault. So again, this book is really a guide to really, for the parents and for the children so that we can start to have more dialogue on this and not just keep it to ourselves and not just, and not to keep saying it happened to me and, and mm-hmm. not do anything. So I'm, I'm curious. Um, when it is someone that they trust, how do they then trust someone else to tell the story to? Yes. That's a good point. I, for myself, I found that, um, when I was going through it, and again, I didn't, I didn't tell anyone. So, so, so I, I didn't really trust anyone to, to tell. And, I, and it wasn't a situation where someone told me not to tell anybody um, or they would hurt me or anything like that. It was never any threatening situation. I just, you know, I just didn't know what to do. I never had that discussion before. Um, but I do recall that every time I was around a male, in the back of my mind, I always felt like, always was always thinking, well, what is this person going to do? And, and, and not really feeling uncomfortable and, and not really feeling comfortable. So, mm. uh, so, you know, I always had that thought in the back of my mind, um, just thinking, you know, can I trust this person? What, you know, what, you know, what is this person going to do? And, and again, that's, that's not a good feeling for a child to have um, because, you, because you don't trust anybody. That makes it very hard to love people. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, extremely difficult to accept being loved. Correct. Are, are, so are you, I, I don't know if this is too much, um, but are your children's father, are y'all still together? No. You think that had anything to do with it? 
with us not being together? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it played a part. I, I definitely, you know, we were both young, you mm-hmm. know, um, so that so that played a big part, not ready to be in a relationship. And um, and then also you really can't be in a relationship until you're um, until you know yourself, until yeah. you're happy with yourself and um, until you understand yourself. And and I and I, you know, I wasn't at that point. So, you know, so there were issues going on in a relationship, you know, with young people. But then there was things going on with us individually in which we weren't ready um, for that relationship to 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 last. <laughs> you know, I had a conversation uh, with somebody, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago um, about an ex I was with and how it was a, a toxic relationship. And I had trained people unknowingly. But I had trained my circle mm-hmm. to not tell me shit about her. Yes. Um, you, do you think that this experience has made you train people around you to kind of, I don't know, kid gloves would be a, a, the right approach or right word, but to treat you differently? Do you think that? Do I think that I train people to treat me differently in what in what way? Like, uh, like the, when you say you don't trust people. Yes. And so, by extension, let's say, uh, you know, your, your kids, for example, they see that you don't trust people, and they adopt that philosophy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Can you think undo was, that too? Yeah, I think it was more so when I was a child. When I, you know, when I'm making that that statement, it's more so when I was a child. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, when I was around a male that I that I didn't really know, um, but they were around for whatever reason. At, as a child, I was thinking, you know, what's going to happen? You know, is the same thing going to happen? I, I don't trust them. Um, now, I, I don't really feel that way now because I because I definitely could stand up for myself. I had no problem speaking up for myself um, and and expressing myself, but but. But right, there's. I think there's still a, a trust issue, mm-hmm. and things that I still need to work out. Um, you know, based on you know, you know, you know, things that I may be harboring in, inside. But um, I don't think that I don't think that my family pretty much um, changed any way in regards to anything they that anything that and how they interact w- with me. Because again, a lot of them just found out about it a few months ago. So this is really new to them. This is not something that they have known, known about. So, so I, so I don't think that they, you know, did anything differently because they didn't know what was going on. What's, what was their response when they found out? Um, with my family, I think they, I think they were pretty much, you know, um, just have sympathy, you know, and just saying that they sorry it happened and that they wish they would have knew about it and they wish they would have known who it was. Um, and, um, you know, that was pretty much it. You know, you still get some who may ask, you know, who it was. Um, you know, I only shared that, you know, with a select few. And um, so not everyone, you know, in my family knows that as well. So, um, so, I, so again, I, I, I think that, you know, they would just, you know, express their sympathy. And then, you know, again, ask the same question, you know, do, am I going to go to therapy? Do I feel like, do I feel as if I need therapy? Mm-hmm. And, you know, how am I going to proceed from this point on? 
so what's next? Is there is there another book coming? Is this was this more of a, a, a catharsis? I don't even know the word for it. Like like writing the book was a relief for you, getting it off your chest, and you're done with it. Or is this more like the beginning of a movement for you? Yeah, it's definitely a beginning of a movement. Um, and that was actually one of the questions that one of the children had asked me that I had um, that I had skipped. So good question. She had asked, um, "Did I do I now have some type of relief?" after having this discussion and revealing my truth. And, um, and I do. So initially when I wrote the book, um, I was trying to identify what my purpose was mm-hmm. um, because, you know, I've been here, you know, uh, you know, for a long time and time is just escaping us. And I wanted to really identify what my purpose was and, you know, what am I here to do outside of what I've been doing for decades. And um, with me seeking that, this is how the book, came about. And um, so I wrote the book, you know, based on what I experienced and what I thought children should know. But when I got to the part about discussing um, myself, you know, tell Mm -hmm. me about the author, you know, that's where I was on the fence about really putting out there that I experienced this. So So initially when I wrote the book, my thought was not to really throw myself out there and identify myself as a person that experienced this. Um, But um, I decided to do so. And I think that is resonating with a lot of people with me doing that. A lot of people are grateful for me doing so. So, uh, so I'm happy that I did. I definitely will want to work on more books mm-hmm. in regards to um, awareness for children, something in the same, um, you know, going down the same avenue, you know, in, in, in regards to awareness and, and just so we're having more discussions about things that may be uncomfortable. Okay. Um, yeah, I would like to read kind of like the adult version. You okay? Oh, so you want you want to you want me to uh, tell all book? I mean, not necessarily a tell all, you know, but a tell all about like when when you cry, did the tears turn to anger, or you know, the roller coaster of emotions. You know, just a little something more tangible for adults because there, I'm certain. Um, and I, I looked up the, the stats. It's one in four uh, girls will experience a sexual yes. abuse, and one in one in twenty boys. Yes, those those they grow up like you. Yes, and not everybody grows up as uh, adjusted as yourself. Yes, a lot of people deal with uh, promiscuity. Yes, is, is, a, is a big thing, and drug abuse. Yes. So uh, you know, in in telling the adult version of the story would help those people that are looking to, to, to find their relief. Yes, I agree. I agree. And one of the things that you, that you'll see me post um, as I'm adding more pictures or, or having more visits, visits to schools or Mm -hmm. to libraries or things like that. I'm starting to use the hashtag um, no bad secrets. And uh, where I'm going with that is to really, you know, really, you know, piggyback off of the Me Too movement to say, you know, I want to have this No Bad Secrets movement um, so that we're having this discussion with our children before they're like me or others waiting until we're adults and now we're part of the Me Too movement. So if we don't, so if we as adults don't know what to do and we're waiting until we're adults to um, identify what's happening and to report what's happening, what do we expect children to do? So again, it's important that the children are educated 
now um, so that we're so that they're not part of this Me Too movement later mm-hmm. and identifying this yeah. as adults. Has there been a, been a downside to your honesty? A downside? Um, no, I, I haven't seen any downside to it. Um, I received a lot of um, um, positivity from people and just a lot of thank yous for sharing my story. Um, and also, um, it, it's again, it's a conversation started for other people and their children, so they're grateful for that. Um, the, one of the great things that I'm seeing is that, and what I do appreciate and I hope it continues, is that people are purchasing multiple books. So I had someone who purchased 12 books, another person mm. who purchased five, another person that purchased three, and some of them don't have children. But what we're doing is we're sharing it with um, the libraries, our local libraries. We're sharing it with foster homes. Um, I left some at the um, the school, the elementary school that I visited. I dropped mm-hmm. some off at my local library. Um, so again, people may not be able to afford it. Children be, may not be able to afford it, but if they go to a library or if they had a foster home, they have access to this information. They shouldn't be exempt to having knowledge on this topic. So again, you know, if you're purchasing a, a book, um, you know, if you're keeping it for yourself and you're an adult, I, I appreciate it, but we really need to get this message out to the children so that we're saving more lives and, um, you know, not having children keep this inside. And then later there's mental issues because we're not saying anything. So, um, so again, it, you know, some people have read the book and they pass it on to a school. Um, they have the electronic version. People are doing that and printing it out. So whatever you can do to spread the word, share the book, um, you know, that's definitely the, where we're trying to go with this. Not, not just to keep the book for yourself, um, especially if, um, you know, if, if it's not any use to you. We want to really share it with those who may need it and may uh, need to know about this information before they're affected by, by this. What do you do for a living? I'm an executive administrative assistant. Um, I've been so at the same, with the same employer for about over 30 years now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Do they know about the book? They do. So they do know about the book. Um, they're also um, uh, part of the folks who I said who are very supportive. They also invited me to a meeting in which they asked me to discuss the book um, and why I decided to write the book. Um, they purchased the book and also purchased multiple books for others. So they're definitely part of the another group that I met with to discuss this. And um, initially I was on the fence about um, discussing it with them or, yeah. or, or, put, or, you know, you know, because I felt like at work, is it really appropriate? I know it was awkward and I, you know, wasn't sure how people would feel about it. And, um, so I thought about it and then I said, okay, I'm not going to, let me sleep one and out and I'll think about it. And then a colleague had actually reached out to me cause she, cause, um, I know her personally mm-hmm. and she knew that I wrote the book and she said, and she had asked me, was I planning to share it at work? And when she said that, I said, okay, I was just thinking about that yesterday and I was on the fence about it. But if you think that it's okay, um, um, you know, I'll give it a try. And, and it was, um, we have a, a platform in which we use to communicate and it was accepted. And, and it, I think we had maybe, I'm trying to think. And usually we don't get a lot of comments uh, on uh, um, on certain topics, but at the, we got mm. a lot of comments. I don't know if it was maybe 60 comments or, mm. um, you know, just saying thank you and um, just a lot of responses, which was, um, you know, very, very nice. Okay. And where do people buy the book? Um, everyone can buy the book from um, Arthur House. 
um, which is my publishing company. In addition, um, you can also purchase the book. Um, the, the website is badsecretsbook.com. You can also purchase it there as well. And we'll be working on um, expanding the website, you know, as we get, um, as I work on more books or, you know, working on ways to maybe have more blogging and more conversations, um, you know, uh, and just, just a place where folks can ask more questions. If, um, you know, again, I'm not a professional on this topic. I'm just sharing my experience and what I think will be helpful. But, if, you know, eventually we'll start doing some blogging and uh, maybe having more conversations um, on this topic and other topics for um, in regards to awareness for children. Actually, I think the fact that you aren't a professional may be more helpful because that, that you can be the bridge to, you know, people going to seek professional help if, yes. if they feel they need it. Absolutely. You know? But it, the first step in discussing something of, of this nature is, is the most important one. You know, I'm, and if nobody's told you today, I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Um, and I gotta, I gotta make sure I shout out Henny. Uh, that's my guy. He 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 texts me one day and he's like, "Yo, um, you you might want to interview her." <laughs> and I said, "Well, let me buy the book first. Yes, uh, because I you know I didn't want I don't you know I, I I didn't know you, and you know some people do things with an agenda. Yes, and I'm not really trying to promote no. I'm not for against or whatever. I have my own personal beliefs, but I keep those to myself. Yes, and I didn't want to. But when I read the book, man, I was like, okay, this is pretty, you know, like, I, I, I don't, I feel uncomfortable saying this is a dope book, <laughs> but, but um, it, it, it extremely needed. And the first I've seen of that, not to say that others don't exist, yes. I don't know. Um, and it reminds me of how poor of a job as a parent I probably have done in talking about this. Yes, myself as well. That's exactly how I felt. I, I actually had to I actually had to have a conversation with my son to, you know, ask him that question. You know, you know, you know, did something happen inappropriately? This is what happened to me. And thank, you know, thank God he said no. Um, but there's cases where, you know, that answer wouldn't be no. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm grateful um, that he didn't have to experience that. Um, but but definitely, um, it, it's happening more often than than we think. And I think another uh, topic, just throwing it out there, um, is talking about discussing it amongst co-parents. Yes. Because not everything is, you know, especially when it's contentious. Yes. And so, you know, things don't get discussed or I want to raise them this way. You want to do this way. Instead of beefing, you just do your own you know, I, I will say with my ex, we did a good job for the most part of discussing things that we needed to discuss with our kids. I don't, yes. I don't, I, yeah, I'm kicking myself, you know, and I'm definitely going to get my daughters this book. Yes. Yeah, definitely. My, my grandbabies. Definitely just to start the conversation. It's good. Um, you know, even if someone is not experiencing this personally, they may know someone else um, who is. Um, so it's, 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 it's definitely important in that manner. And definitely thanks to Henny and yourself for, um, um, you know, thinking of me and, and realizing the importance of this subject and, 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 you know, right away, you know, having me, um, join in for this participation. And I, and, and I was thinking the other day that, 
you know, when things are meant to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, usually, I mean, sometimes there's a challenge, it depends on what it is, but sometimes in this, in this case, everything just went smoothly, you know, from me writing a book, I had no idea that I wanted to write a book. You know, I, I knew that I was reaching for a purpose, but this is what the purpose led me to. Um, maybe within a few weeks, I got, um, um, someone reached out to me, um, Principal Macy, she's amazing in Brooklyn. You know, she invited me to her school to mm-hmm. speak to her students. This all happened within weeks. You know, now, you know, months later, I'm, I'm speaking. I have the honor to, to speak with you. So, again, you know, I'm definitely getting support from those who I least expect it from, those who I do not know. But that just means that it's just meant to be. So I thank you all for um, believing in this message and supporting this message and, um, you know, and, and allowing me to speak um, on your platform. And just just uh, anybody out there tuned in, if if you you have been a victim yourself, we'd like to hear about it. Um, yes. If you, you, you know, um, you can comment. You don't have to. If you want to do it anonymously, just say, "Hey." Uh, matter of fact, I, I got a number uh, uh, that you can call. I've never taken calls before. By I way. noticed that I, I, when you posted, I was like, "Hey, I get a I get a phone number." Yeah, um, I, I have to look it up to even say anything because <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, I, I, way back in the day, we used to take calls when we were on blog talk, but we haven't done that in years. But yeah. if you do want to call up, you can call anonymously at 440-941-5010. Um, and matter of fact, I'll post this just in case. 440, what did I say? 941. Yeah, multitasking is not my forte. I, <laughs> I can barely talk and type at the same time. <laughs> And your, and your supporters are, are amazing as well. You know, they've been uh, commenting and, um, you know, giving thumbs up and things of that support. So I, I you know, I, I love it because a lot of times you get folks who, you know, they look, don't say anything. <laughs> well, you know what, though? I think, um, and, and we talked about this a little bit. Yeah. You, you haven't named the person. Correct. And for me, and I, I see both sides of the fence. Yeah, there, there's a positive aspect of that because that that invites an argument amongst your family. Why'd you, you know, because the thing will be, well, why'd you wait so long? Mm-hmm. What do you want? You mm-hmm. must want some money. Mm-hmm. Um, why are you trying to ruin uh, cousin so and so? Not saying it's a cousin, right? Right. Just just throwing it out there. But yeah. you know, what? Uh, but, but like we discussed earlier on the other side, you know, there's both sides to the coin. So yes. the fact that you you just you know it was more about the children. It just adds to the authenticity, which is a sad state of affairs that we live in, that you have to be extra authentic so that people won't question you. Right. You know, which unfortunately it's, it, it, there's some people out there that lie. Right. And they ruin it for people that's really went through some shit. Right. Right. What else is going on in your life? <laughs> um, just staying busy, looking forward to um, what's next. Um, you know, again, you know, with prayer and faith, um, you know, I always say faith without works is dead. So, you know, you know, um, I have to figure out what's next. But definitely we're going to be working on more things in re- related to this book um, before I can move on to a new book and a new topic. So there'll be some other things going on in, in regards to this. Um, so I look forward to that. 
Um, I just have to make time, you know, because when you're juggling a, a full-time job and everything else in life, because life is lifing, um, you have to figure out, <laughs> you have to, you know, kind of prioritize and, and figure things out. So I'm definitely grateful, you know, for this opportunity. And, you know, and even, and even though I've been at my, my primary job for such a long time, this experience, um, you know, was definitely um, rewarding. I'm definitely grateful. Um, it was, a, you know, a shorter duration but it's, it's it's definitely evident to you know what we're capable of doing mm-hmm. you know I, you know part of my message that i always like to share even with the adults is to you know get out of your comfort zone um do things that you least expect to be doing um Man. and um you know when you know we can do anything we put our minds to you know i i, I come from you know the projects in queens and and here i am you know oh lord somewhere you come from queens now. yeah from queens of course oh god I, if i exactly. know that you know then so then now you know somebody said oh you're a published author and it's like you know it's it, you know it feels you know strange saying that but it but it is and and it started with the children's book you know what it can escalate to i don't know so but i'm open to that and and um you know but we definitely have to believe in ourselves and speak positivity into existence that's that's definitely a good thing and um so you know i'm looking forward to what's next yo uh <laughs> and I, I just i got it i hate queens i'm sorry <laughs> have to put it have to put it what out what did there. we do to you nothing yeah y'all y'all raised henny <laughs> <laughs> <That's> not... <laughs> okay, i get it no I you know it. what though i i didn't want you know i struggled with how to approach the, the conversation Mm-hmm. And I didn't want the topic to to be the definition of you on my show. Yes, I wanted to talk about it, but I also wanted to see you smile. Yeah, you know, I wanted you to laugh a little bit, um, because I think it takes every emotion to handle something like this. Yes, you know, and I don't want people walking away um, thinking just damn that's fucked up that happened to her yes but i want them to walk away thinking that's fucked up but i i I appreciate the resiliency and the power that she showed absolutely and that and and that that's definitely where i was going with it to say this happened but this too shall pass this happened but this is what we can do when things happen that may not be great you know you know we could um you know, it's up to us to, to deal with it. You know, you know, again, you know, as we as we discussed or as you mentioned, you know, th- these things happen and then people repeat these things that that are happening. You know, they're not getting the help that they need. Um, so, again, you know, I turned a, I turned a, a situation into a place where I wanted to help other people and not just keep it to myself and not, or not just repeat the same situation with other people. So it, so when things happen, you know, it's important that we take action to make a difference. Um, and, and that's part of, again, me making, that was the reason why I made the decision to put mm-hmm. myself out there to say, you know, it happened to me. Because again, we're, we're gonna have challenges, things are gonna happen, but um, what's important is what we do when we experience those challenges. You know, I, I can't blame the person, I can't blame my mother, I can't blame anybody else. I can just move on and, you know, do what I have to do to be better for myself to be better for others, to help others. You know, my goal is to, you know, to help others. I, I think that that's our purpose actually to be here, um, to help others. Um, um, because why else would we be here? Um, so, so, so definitely putting myself out there, 
um, you know, doesn't matter to me at this point because I'm not going to be here forever. However, this book will be. So, mm. um, you know, that that's where I was going when I when I wrote it and when I write more. You know what? And it just dawned on me. Like, have have you went to the women's shelters? I I that's on my list. That so I so initially what I put on my list was to um, go to the schools. Go, so I already I already went to elementary school and I spoke to two group of students. I went to the library, dropped off some books. So I have the Forster Homes on my on my list of of places to go to to drop off books. I've ordered books and shipped them to people to um, to send to their local libraries or wherever they or local schools as well. So um, you know we're ju we're just getting started. This book was just released for sale in September, okay. and um, and I'm you know like I said I'm speaking to you. I already visited um, um, uh, um, an elementary school and spoke to students. Had some great questions. Um, so it, 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 it we definitely will have more to come. So we, we're just getting started. Yeah, matter of fact, um, make sure you remind me because I'm old and I forget shit. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 one of my guys is like a a, a huge community activist in Detroit, and I kind of want to uh, talk to him about it. Um, actually, I know, couple, I, I know a couple people. Yes. Um, so thank if, you. You know, if we can if we can do anything, we definitely will. Because um, like thank I'm you. thinking, women's prisons, shelters. Yes. Would, would absolutely benefit from this. Absolutely. And I think definitely with the foster homes, you know, that was really top of my list because I was thinking more so, you know, as children may be jumping from home to home, you know, sometimes they may, um, you know, just deal with certain things and not say anything because they're just grateful to be in someone else's home. They're yeah. just grateful to, you know, yeah. to have their own room, but they're just grateful to, you know, feel special for that moment. So, you know, they, they don't want to say anything. They don't want to jeopardize you know, the roof over their head. So again, you know, I think before, you know, when, if they're in a foster home and before they're placed, you know, these books need to be, um, you know, in their library so that they're reading these books and having this discussion and, and they know what's happening, you know, before, you know, they, they get to these homes and then they're also confused as to why is this happening? You know, is it is it only me? Because, you know, because again, I just thought, oh, it was just me. Um, and um, you know, and, and it's not. It's, it's it's happening. You know, more often you know than we think. And Samantha, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Says she's proud of you too. Oh, thank you, um, Sam. thank you, Sam. And Shalana says congratulations. Thank you, Shy. Thank you. Those are my girls. Okay. Um, yeah. And am I pronouncing their names right? Yes. Um, yes. Yep. You're pronouncing it right. Okay, uh, yeah, Sam, can I just say Sam? Well, I'm just going to say Sam. Say um, Sam. Yeah, I've never seen that name before. So uh, she, so it looks, it's, it's, I believe she pronounces it Samantha. So sometimes, oh. you know, so you may see um, Samantha, I think she pronounces it Samantha. And um, uh, Sam, she's also, um, um, I'm going to give her a shout out. She has, she's a, a black business owner. She owns her own uh, child daycare. She's an amazing uh, child care provider for 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 a very long time, and um, is she charging six thousand dollars a week though? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. She's she's. I mean, she. I mean, she's been doing this for what ten years, fifteen, twenty years. So she can't be charging that much if she's still ha if she's still going. Um, but you know, but she definitely is a hustler. She definitely um, has inspired and motivated me. Um, you know, to, you know, to move on and try something different. So, um, 
So, I, you know, I'm proud of her. You know, I'm proud of her. Uh, and also shy, you know, you know, definitely, definitely hustlers and definitely motivating and inspirating, inspiring to me as well. She says she need to charge $6,000. <laughs> Man, these kids are different. Oh, my God. I, mean, I swear, my granddaughters, oh, my God, especially the three youngest ones, uh-huh. are little dudes in disguise. <laughs> they are with the business. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> they are. But they are. Oh. It's not easy. It's not it, easy. I, I, that's been the most beautiful part about this existence I've had so far, um, you know, having a phenomenal mother. Yes. Rest of her soul. Yes. Um, having a woman to love me. Yes. Even when I don't deserve it. Right. And grandchildren. Man. Absolutely. Grandchildren can do. I don't give a shit, man. You want to paint on the wall? Go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm that grandfather. Like I don't care. Long as long as you're not gonna hurt yourself, I don't really care what you do. Mm-hmm. Have fun and go home. Uh huh. I have a grand nephew and he's amazing. So I understand the you know the grandparents, grand anything. They're they're you know they're just amazing. And um, you know I just have a great time. You know he just smiles and that just lights up my my day. But but I'm but I'm definitely grateful that he go back to his mom. You know so yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. grateful for that part. Yeah, you ain't been here forever now. You got to go. Exactly. Uh, you got to go. You got to go. <laughs> um, I, I, I definitely, I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. I want to say this was an honor. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I, uh, uh, awesome opportunity. Um, I appreciate your time. Um, you know, you, you always have amazing questions. I've been watching you. Um, you know, since Henny put me on to you. So, you know, so great job to you. And thank you for all that you do. Yeah, don't get that nigga no more credit. <laughs> this is, this is, we ain't saying this. <laughs> is there anything you want to say before we wrap it up? Yes. I, you know, I, again, I would just say, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been supporting um, the book, um, supporting the, the importance of the message. Um, please continue to share the book with, um, your local libraries, your local schools, the foster homes, and you know, in other homes, because again, the purpose is to educate our children, um, so that um, these things are not happening to them, so that they're not, um, you know, they're not having, they don't feel uncomfortable about having this discussion, they're not feeling awkward about this discussion, and um, and um, you know, you know, we're looking forward to the next book. So we, you know, hopefully with your help. It will continue to be successful and, you know, just get it out there. And, and thanks again for everything. I appreciate you so much. Uh, and and uh, Sam, uh, don't forget to like, subscribe and share the yes. YouTube channel. Um, uh, you have a phenomenal day, week, month, year, you. life, you. the whole thing. Oh, Thank and you. the book is on Amazon too, Sam says. It is. It is. So, and, and, and the only reason why... I, di- I didn't mention Amazon or any other platform outside of that. It's because, of course, they give you uh, less percentage of the profits. Mm-hmm. And usually with, you know, when you're purchasing from the, the publisher, you get a little bit more. You know, not that much more, but you get more. And then, you know, as I'm able to um, donate books or, 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 you know, give books to others, 
um, you know, free of charge, I'm able to do that because I'm getting a little bit more from the publishing company. So, um, so again, you know, th there's books that we, that I've, that we're giving out to the libraries, to the schools and other places. And, um, you know, so when, when we're purchasing from the, um, um, Arthur House, which is my publishing company, that allows me to do that because um, I, you know, we get a little bit more profit and then I could, um, you know, share um, with those who may not be able to afford the book. Okay. All right. Um, well, it, it has been a treat. Um, yes. Thank you. And, and, and hopefully you have me again when I have another book. So your family now, whatever. Like, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what possibly I can do for you, but if it's something I can do, and I tell I tell everybody that comes on the show because I'm, I'm I'm I appreciate the honor of someone sharing part of their existence with me. Yes, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, I I just enjoy talking to really phenomenal people, and I have been able to talk to some amazing people over the years, and I don't take that lightly. Yes, thank you, and thank you for taking the time to speak to us and and to um, you know be consistent. With, with doing this because it's not easy so you know kudos to you and, and great job and you keep it up so thank you <laughs> i'm trying <laughs> no you're not opening your mouth too much sam <laughs> hey you know what i appreciate a good circle you know if, if your girl is on here you got your girl got some shit going on just like she <laughs> she she uh mentioned your your business you know that's that's what we are supposed absolutely. to do absolutely absolutely Absolutely. You know, so. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, even when I arranged a book signing, you know, I kind of put something together with just my close family and friends. And, you know, Samantha was there, you know, immediately when, um, you know, I mentioned it to her, she was like, no problem. I'm there. I was just, you know, at one of her events, you know, she had an appreciation event for, um, you know, for the people that support her. So, it, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, you know, it's a two way street. We have to support one another. Nothing will succeed unless we're um, thinking outside the box and also um, supporting supporting one another. So Absolutely. that's what we do. Absolutely. <laughs> On that note, I will bid you adieu. I don't yes. know if I said that shit right. Um, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> <but> <laughs> you, ha you have a great one. It, it's Thank been a you. Joy. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Take care. You too. Yo, um... Tough topic, tough topic. Um, but if you've been watching the show over the years, you know that uh make a point to not just talk about goofy shit. I uh, make it a point to talk about some real shit. Um, because what do you need a microphone if you're just going to waste it? Um, anyway, uh, this has been Jobs. This has been another ep episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. I'll be back in about an hour. Uh, we got PDOT, rapper from Detroit, Michigan, my hometown. She is phenomenal. Um, in her own right, and a legend in her own right. Um, we'll be back in about an hour. Y'all have a good one. Appreciate you.